to Tokyo Quiet Club Radio. I'm your host, Michael Donahoe, and with me, as always, my co-host, Manae. Hello! <laughs> I like that sound. Wow. It's awesome. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Getting better. Getting better. Yay. I know. The weather's so nice now. Yes. This is episode, I believe, Roku. Six. Six. Episode six, which I may believe, I think this is also a mega episode, which means that at the end of this episode, hmm. there's going to be a bonus Nihon nerd episode. And I think that episode is going to be with my friend Aina. So I think so. Could be wrong. <laughs> but uh, so if you're listening, stay tuned after this episode for that. And uh, yeah, some quick little housekeeping note things out of the way. Uh, if you're listening to this right now, good for you. Yay. You're really good. You're able to listen to this. If you want to listen to every episode, <laughs> every week, and continue to listen, you can subscribe. And you can do that by going to uh, iTunes, typing in Tokyo Kawaii Club Radio, and then subscribing. And then you can rate us, give us some good, give us some, some of those stars, some star love. Uh, send us some feedback, podcast at tokyokawaiiclub.com. Support us on Patreon. That will help us keep this podcast going. And you can uh, get the podcast early. Hmm. Podcast.com or no, patreon.com <laughs> slash Tokyo Kawaii Club. Cool. So, that out of the way. Yes, let's get into some news. So, one, while we're recording this right now, it is April. Hmm. And what does April mean? <laughs> what is, what, what, what holiday happens in April? Um. In Japan? Everywhere. Uh, spring break? What holiday happens in Japan that involves Golden animals? Eggs. Eggs? Easter? <laughs> yes. Why? <laughs> holidays. I thought that's like a, like holidays. <laughs> yeah, technically Easter. Um, that was my way of, of segueing into our news, which is <laughs> <laughs> our news of the week. Which involves uh, a very famous, uh, recently famous bunny character who is now, you can a- actually meet her. And who is that? Judy! Judy Hopps! Yay! Judy Hopps from Zootopia! One of, my, one of my favorite characters. I love Judy. I like Nick better. I, I mean, Nick? It, not like better, but uh, like Nick so He's, much. Nick is, Nick is great. He's handsome. He's very he handsome. Got, like, He's got the ties. He's got the ties. He's very like. Like he's cool, you know. Yeah. So, so did you like Zootopia? Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Oh, such a good movie. <laughs> so good. Isn't it sad that there's not a lot of Zootopia merchandise in Japan? It's coming. Mm, there hasn't been a lot though. Like they they're gonna have a greeting staff. Like we gonna we welcome them right now. Yes. So the news of the week is that right now. At Tokyo Disneyland, you can meet Judy Hobbs. Can you meet Nick, too? Yes, of and, course. And Nick? Yay! What? So where can you meet them? At a right in front of the Crystal Palace Crystal Palace. <gasps> Am I right? Is that the Crystal Palace restaurant? The place where it used to be a show called... Uh, oh, the, is the puppet show? Yeah. Oh, so that's where you meet them. Yeah. In that little puppet show area? Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. 
So, um, for people who are listening, there's a Crystal Palace restaurant, which is like a, a buffet restaurant, right? Yeah, so I, I've eaten there before. I Have you eaten at Crystal Palace? Never. You've never eaten there. <laughs> and all the times you've been to Tokyo Disney, you've never eaten at Crystal Palace. <laughs> wow. Because it looked expensive. Wow, I'm so surprised. I thought you would have eaten there at least once. Uh, I'll, I'll try later. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not that good. What? Why? It's, it's it, so it's a buffet restaurant. Yeah. And so you go in there and you can choose from a, a variety of food options. I thought that it was just, it was okay. It wasn't great. But the time that I went, I got a free postcard hmm. uh, when I went. I don't know if they do that all the time, though. And you can meet the Pooh's There was no characters when I went, sadly. Pooh Bear. Really? Yeah, I wanna, if I wanna, it's morning. Oh, I see. I didn't yeah. go in the morning. So, but okay. So the stage, I mean, the place is between Christus Paris Restaurant and Plaza Pabellum Restaurant. Yes. So right near Crystal Palace. So Crystal Palace is is um, very close to the entrance of the park. So when you pass through World Bazaar, and if you're walking straight, you're walking towards. Uh, Cinderella's Castle, you'll take a left. And so you'll go over there. There's Crystal Palace Restaurant. And near Crystal Palace, further ahead, it's very close to the Snow White Grotto. Grotto. Right. There is a like a little stage area. And that is where you can meet Judy Hopps and Nick Wilde. But. But, uh-oh. You have to have a ticket. You have to have a... How do you get the ticket? Get in the line in the morning. Oh, my God. So to get in line for a ticket. Yeah, it's wow. free. It's free. No, you don't have to pay though, but you have to go early to. Mm. Hayaku. Hayaku. So if you want to meet Judy and Nick, and you get to the parks, make sure to get there early. Get your ticket, and then on the ticket, does it tell you when to come back? Like they have a time on the tickets. Oh, uh, okay. And then you come back, and then yeah. you can meet. Mm. The time is like ten minutes. Wow. You have to come between this to this. Only oh, 10 minutes. Wow. You have to be there. Come wow. <laughs> I kind of want to meet Judy now. Yeah. Oh, man. Maybe I should um, I should think about doing that next time I go to the parks. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. She's so great. She's so cute. You know what's interesting about Judy and Nick is that during Halloween time, they allow people to dress up in costumes mm. at the two parks. I think I see more Judy and Nick combinations during Halloween than any other characters. That's right. Because Nick's easy. <laughs> it is true. Nick is really easy. You just wear a green shirt and a tie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's it. Judy's a little bit more work. Because mm. you got to wear like the um, the police outfit and like the, the pockets and stuff. But And it's usually, uh, it's usually lesbian couples or gay couples. Okay. Yeah, I noticed that a lot. I don't know why. It's really weird. I think also Japanese love dressing up as animals. So that might be it. But they're always so cute. Every time I see them, I'm like, oh, my God. Look at Judy and Nick. They're so cute. Oh, my God. It's the best. So that's that's the news of the week. If you are come in, I don't know how long she's going to be here, but I probably throughout the Easter mm. But uh, they started from February, way before the Easter. Yeah, maybe they started to get in preparation for uh, Easter. Because she, this is fairly new. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen her before. So, there you go. That's mm-hmm. news of the week. News of the week. You can meet Judy Hopps and Nick Wilde. But who wants to meet Nick? I don't know. I don't really want to meet Nick. Nah. I just want to meet Judy. Why? <laughs> She's so cute. <laughs> Nick is, I don't know. He's He gets in the way. Huh. I'm like I'm like Donald with the human, you know, uh. <laughs> from our last episode. I'm like I don't want anyone talking to Judy. I want it all for me. <laughs> but um, yeah. So let's get on to uh the thing that we reviewed this episode. Yeah. So every episode we review something random. Last week was three cabaretos, which I didn't like too much. <laughs> Thought it was a little weird for me, but this week we decided to review. Uh, a video that Manai actually introduced me to, which is a video that was made by Tokyo Disneyland to introduce people to the parks. It's essentially like a, um, like a advertisement video. So do you remember if this video was sold? Like how did people get this video? No idea. You have no idea. It was a three... There was three videos? I mean, I was three years old. Oh, okay. <laughs> so if you listen to the first episode that we did with Manae, I asked her what was her kind of first memory of the Disney parks and Disney. And she said that... I had a video. You had this yeah, video. I had video. VHS. When I was a child, I watched over and over and over. And this, this is the video? Yeah. And so I actually posted this video on the blog. So if you go to my, my shop, com and click podcast at the top, you can find the blog and I post the video so you can watch it. And it essentially just shows you the park. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's talk about it. So this video was released in 1990. Mm. So it's so old now. It's mm. so interesting to watch. Yeah. watch this video. So it opens with, an aerial shot of Tokyo Disneyland. And my first reaction was, there's no Disney Sea. <laughs> it's just open land. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's so weird seeing it. I'm like, wow, there's like, it's so weird. I don't know. <laughs> so there's like no, and there's no Disney resort line. No. It's just the, the, the hotels. The, the hotels are still there. Yeah. But there's, yeah, it's like, it's so weird to not see Disney Sea. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, there's this introduction. They do an aerial shot. And then they show uh, Cinderella's Castle. Mm-hmm. And they show uh, scenes Mosaic. from the movie. Oh, yeah. So I was listening. They have a Japanese narrator, but I couldn't understand a lot of it. So oh. I'm presuming that they're just telling you. A story, yeah. Yeah, so what, yeah, because they... I wasn't really sure what they were talking about. They're kind of just explaining the rides and stuff, right? Yeah, just kind of explain for the rides and the story of the like mm. first scene. It's going to be a Cinderella. What's the story of Cinderella? Okay. So after they show Cinderella's castle, then they, they show some clips from Sleeping Beauty. Mm. They show Melissa Fent fighting mm-hmm. the, the dude from Sleeping Beauty, mm. whose name I don't remember. Sleeping Beauty dude. Do you know his name? Who? The, oh, the guy. Philip? Is that his name? I think I think you're right. Prince Philip? I think so. I don't know. I never, I, I don't remember. What's think... the name of the Cinderella's? Oh, Prince Charming? Then d- Philip. Philip. Okay. Yeah. So they're showing <laughs> Philip finding Melissa Fent. And the reason why they're doing this is that there was a ride 
at Tokyo. It's actually walk. Yeah, it's not really a ride. Yeah. It's, it's more of an attraction. Attraction, yeah. There was an attraction at Tokyo Disneyland way back in the day called the, was it Cinderella's Mystery Castle Tour? Mystery Tour. Mystery Tour. And this tour combined Cinderella with Sleeping Beauty mm-hmm. because in the tour you fight like Evil. monsters. Yeah. And so they're showing clips of this mm-hmm. in the video. Mm. This thing looked scary. <laughs> there's like bones, there's like demons, there's dragons, there's skeletons. <laughs> I'm like, like, is this like Universal Horror Festival? Like, what is this? Mystery tour. It's so, it looks so scary. So, did you, as a kid, you must have done this, right? Once. You did it once? Only once. Why? Was it too scary? I was living far away from Tokyo, so that's oh. why I had not much chance to get in Tokyo Disney. And I think from from what I read on the internet, I think they closed in 2006. So oh. it's been closed for a long time. Yeah. But um, so essentially what I can gather, do you, do you remember how it went? Because obviously I haven't been on it. Don't basically I walk scary place and fight the evil one and fight. Yeah, there's like deep. So, oh, but the one kids are is chosen from the guest, and then he's gonna fight he, with the evil, and he's gonna get the medal. Yeah. So essentially, what it is is that it's like a walkthrough. Yeah. And you see some incredibly horrifying things, especially for children. Yeah. So the the whole point of the ride is to terrify your kids; so they yeah. never want to come back to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> and so th- there's. They must show you all these things, and at the very end, they they choose a kid from yeah. the crowd, mm. and they give him a glowing sword, yeah. and then they they kill they murder <laughs> they murder a demon. Yeah, I mean, granted, it's a demon and they're bad, but like you're still murdering somebody. Yeah. Like, I don't know, how would you feel if like you're a kid and like you go to Disneyland thinking you're gonna have fun, you go on rides, eat some popcorn. And then they, they, someone from the crowd tells you, no, you have to murder a demon. I didn't get the chosen. You didn't get chosen. So I was sad. So you don't have that, you don't have that like uh, on your <laughs> conscience that when I was a kid, I had to murder a demon. So I don't remember it. So obviously in the video, they only show really short clips. So it's mm. kind of hard to tell what happens. But so it seems like you hold the sword and like it, it, it glows and I guess the demon goes away. And you said that they give you a medal. Which is like, um, do you remember what was on I the I have metal? no idea what kind of shape is that. Okay. What, how does it look like? Okay. So maybe we, maybe we can search online. Maybe we can see if we can find what sure, it looks like. I have a friend. Like, yeah. So your friend, Yuka. Yuka. Yeah. She yeah, still so have it. In our last episode, we talked about um, how we went and met Mickey. Uh, <laughs> and we met with Yuka. Yeah. And Yuka-chan told us that she got picked for the medal. Yeah. But she also revealed to us yeah. that she got chosen even though she was older <laughs> than she should have been. Because <laughs> it's really meant for little kids and she pretended to be younger so she can get the medal. And I don't blame her. So <laughs> we'll keep that secret with us. Um, 
And I actually gave her, um, no, actually, no, I didn't give her. I gave her your other friend. That, like, the, the Scrooge money. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. So, they, they showed the, the, the mysterious tour attraction, which I actually, I really wish I could see that. I Maybe I'll look on YouTube and see if there's someone who recorded it, because it looks so weird, but definitely interesting. So, after murdering demons, we go on to Adventureland. Mm-hmm. Yay. And then they start off with Adventureland by showing Mogwai from Jungle Book, mm. which is interesting because I don't think I've ever seen him at Disneyland outside of that one clip. No. And they showed the monkeys from Jungle Book. But what's interesting is I haven't seen those monkeys at Disneyland either. You see them at Disney Sea. You can see. You can meet him at the... At the monkeys? Yeah. Oh, okay. And the bears and the loons. Okay, so they are there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So interesting. Okay. So they show um, the Jungle Book characters. But not the boy. Not Mogwai. Yeah. 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 I haven't seen him. Yeah. He's interesting. So they show off uh, pirates. So they show off the Blue Lagoon restaurant, mm-hmm. which have you have you eaten there before? Blue Bayou? Blue. Is it Blue Bayou? Sorry. Mm-hmm. I said Blue Lagoon. Uh, my, my bad. It's my favorite. You have eaten there. I take my mom there. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, for like birthdays and stuff. Uh, every time she comes. Oh, that's so nice. And you get to do you do you get to sit by the boats and watch yeah, them? Yeah, and I wave. Wave, yeah, yeah. same here. When I, I went to uh, the parks yesterday and I was waiting in line to buy Steamboat Willie popcorn bucket, and it's at Arabian Coast, mm. so it's right near the Mermaid Lagoon. Mm. There's like the Mermaid Lagoon Castle. And then there's the Arabian Coast popcorns area. And there's like a little boat, uh, moat area where boats pass by. And every time the boat passed by, I was like waving at the people. It was really funny. So <laughs> it was so enjoyable. But uh, I have to, I got to eat at the Blue Bayou. I've never eaten there before. Is the food good? It's good, yeah. I should eat there one day. And Maybe. you can eat the bread forever. Forever bread? Yeah. What? I'm just going to go in there and eat all the bread. Yeah. Oh, bread, bread. Give me the and bread. You can drink forever. You, you can change the drink. What? Too. You can do like coffee and tea and give a lot of I'm just, I'm just, I'm never going to leave. Yeah. I'll stay there forever. Yeah. I'm going to be like the, the guy at the shack. Yeah. The, just sitting back. Did you know they ha- he has a twins? He has a twin? Yeah. The guy playing the banjo. Yeah. Has a twins. He does? He's th- yeah, he is twins. Where's his twin? At, uh, where is it? The Big Thunder Mountain? No, really? Yeah. When you ride the ride, he's like, he, you can see him? You actually see from Mark Twain. Oh, wow. That's so interesting. I did not know that. <laughs> wow. There's some facts for you. Well, we'll, we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> so I got to eat at Blue Lagoon because you get you get to eat some good food and you can see the people on the boat. Yeah. What's cool about this video is they actually show an, uh, a video, uh, like a clip of the pirates are when, when the boat drops. Right. Which is really cool, which is your least favorite part. You uh, hate that part. Scary. It's not scary. It is scary. No, it's so good. Oh, I love it. And they show clips from pirates and Interestingly enough, it doesn't look like Pirates has changed all that much. It looked mostly the same to mm. me. The only thing that's different is like they added um, Johnny Depp. Right. But it looked mostly the same. Mm-hmm. Mostly the same. 
So they show pirates. Um, oh, no, my notes are a little messed up. Uh, let's see. What is after pirates? And, yeah, so the Jungle Cruise is next. So they show Jungle Cruise, mm-hmm. which um, not my favorite ride. Mm. It's okay. What are your you thoughts didn't on? understand Japanese. Well, yeah, I guess there's that. Yeah, there's a lot of talking. <laughs> but I just, it's just kind of eh. Mm. It's okay. But they, they, there was a, a short clip of a, a kid wearing this awesome goofy hat. I missed. You missed it? Oh, I had to stop it and look at it. It's like this awesome, like, goofy hat. Oh. I was like, you you were probably want, want that hat so I bad. It. Yeah, it looked really cool. So um, that was like the highlight of that section was seeing the kid with the goofy hat. <laughs> and so after uh, showing Jungle Cruise, they show the, the, is it the Tahitian restaurant? With the birds that sing. Wait, what? There's the restaurant, or there's the there's like some sort of attraction with all these little birds that sing. Tiki room, right? Tiki room. Is yeah. that what it is? Okay. Yeah. What? You don't know about tiki room much? I never, I never been in the tiki room. <laughs> but is is the tiki room now with Stitch? Yeah, they changed. Okay. Yeah, I never, never been. Mm. Is it good? It's my favorite. Yeah, it's good. You can mm. sing. I should go. Yeah. I should go see it. Okay. So they show the tiki room for a hot, I said for a hot second, because yeah. most have been too long. And then, out of all the things that they show off, hmm. they show off the perfume store. Oh, right. <laughs> like, okay. So. Like, narration says if you want something different from other people, maybe you can go this place. Oh, okay. That's why. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, so this is a store that I actually stumbled upon um, a while back. It's just a small shop that mm. just sells perfume. Perfume, yeah. Yeah. And you can get perfume based off of the different princesses. Yeah. And the different villains. Yeah. So you can get, you can smell like Melissa Fent. Yeah. <laughs> and she smells <laughs> delicious. <laughs> I like the way she smells. Um, yeah. And that, that perfume store is still around. So mm-hmm. if you want to get perfume, you can go there. Yeah. Uh, apparently i cannot send perfume to people though i thought about selling some of those but mm-hmm. i cannot send perfume overseas so sorry people Come. so the next section they show is western land mm-hmm. which i was doing some research apparently it's called frontier land in america but because it was difficult to translate frontier land into japanese they just called it western land <gasps> did not realize yeah I actually, did, I actually didn't realize it was called Frontierland in America. I just thought it was called Westernland. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So it's called Westernland here, mm. and they show the shooting gallery mm. where you can shoot, and you get like a little. Do you always get a little, a little badge, a little clip? Right. Um, if you win. Yeah. If you hit the lucky one, or if you hit the everything like ten. Oh, so you have to do really well to get it. Oh, I did not know that. The lucky one is difficult. You never can guess. I don't know which one is it. Oh, so is it? It's like a random one if you hit it. Okay, okay. Now I want to try. Yeah. Next time I go, I'll try. Lucky one is gold badge, and uh, oh, you get a gold badge. Yeah, gold. What? If it's lucky. What? Ten points for silver. Oh, okay. Right now they have Chip and Dale design okay because your friend gave me a goofy one yeah goofy is from i don't know two 
one one two years ago yeah yeah yeah. that's when your friend gave it to me yeah yeah okay now it's chip and dale oh i want it i should try that next time we should try we should try (laughs) i want the golden one that sounds difficult oh so you just have to find it Mm. Mm, okay well we'll we'll try to find it so they show uh the shooting gallery uh what else they show off um big thunder they also show off people doing the canoes oh canoes yeah so i i was like do people do they still have this yeah. apparently they do i do yeah yeah that looks like a lot of work to me though it is it is yeah <laughs> i'm watching this and i'm like i don't want to do that what <laughs> it's like too much work <laughs> you're gonna row and you're like oh. and you get wet and you get wet and i'm like yeah. nah i don't want to do that <laughs> no thank you so they show off the canoes and then uh what's the next thing uh they show off western mickey and minnie and donald and daisy mm. they're wearing like western outfits it looked it's really cool cute. yeah i liked it i liked it do they still do that no yeah that, that was i was like they should bring that back yeah they looked really cute so i guess they don't do it anymore and then they showed off big thunder mountain mm. um and which was funny about this was that in the clip there's like one dude who's like holding his hands up like yeah. while the while the he's on the roller coaster mm. and then there's the his one the woman next to him is like clutching <laughs> the hand the handrail like for dear life it was so funny so like the guy's like yeah and the woman's like oh my god yeah. get me off this have you been on big thunder mountain no never no it's not that scary no there's no drops no you lie no, no i'm not I lying know there's three drops no but they're not i watched vr vr yeah <laughs> When was this? Scary. Ah, oh, it's not scary. There's not like there's not big drops nah. though. It's mostly just fast. Nah. Ah, one day I'll get you to write it. One day. Um, so next they show off the the Mark Twain boat, mm-hmm. and they show people like uh like band people playing musician or instruments. So have you ever been on the Mark Twain boat? Yeah. Do you a like lot. it? Yeah. I've never been on it. What? Yeah, never never been on it. Why? I just never thought to go on it. <laughs> it's just a boat. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'm just not excited. I, I don't want to go on the canoe. I don't like going on things on, on water. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, uh, and then they show off the the Mark Twain Island. Hmm. And uh, I, I had to look up if this was still around too. Apparently it is. It is. So have you ever Tom been? Tom Sawyer Island, right? Yes. Have you yeah. ever been there? Uh, I'm going to. You're going? I'm going to, because not yet. Well, you've never been on it? No, I'm saving. Well, you're you're <laughs> saving? Because they close like 4, 3 p.m., so... What are you saving this for? <laughs> I, uh, I'm trying to go there. What? Is it, can you not talk about this? I'm uh, Now I'm curious. Um, There's a guy. I mean, there's a old man sleeping on the chair. And then uh, you got to say, hey, or what, or whatever you can make noise, then the guy moves. There's a doll, I mean, was it, do I say mannequin? Okay. Like a, like a animatronic guy? Yeah. And I have to find him, but I still not going yet. Okay. But I have to find him. So whatever reason, I'm saving it it later okay i always have like have to go shoot some photos oh and i see i see lots yeah. of stuff in my you bag still have time and so yeah 
Okay. I'm saving that. Yeah, one day we should go because I. One day, yeah. I feel like I'm I'm never gonna go unless I have a reason to as well. Yeah, let's go find the guy. Let's go find the guy. Yeah. We'll we'll fi- we'll report back. Yeah. We'll report back to see if we found the guy. Okay. So after they show Mark Twain Island, they show some dancing show. Do you know what show this was? This was. Dancing? It was like the with women dancing. Like oh, the horseshoe. They horseshoe. changed to a Toy Story. Oh, is show. it? To- oh, so it's Toy Story show now. Yeah. Okay. Western show, I mean. Oh, okay, so it's Toy Story characters. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And the uh, daytime, if it's the nighttime, it's gonna be a uh, Mickey's company. What Mickey's whatever company? Interesting. Okay. Have a show. I did not know this, so I have not seen this. So, yeah, they show off that dancing show, which is now Toy Story. And then they show Country Bears Theater, which I've never seen. What? Yeah. I go every season. Ah, oh, it looks it looks creepy. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan. It looks <gasps> creepy. I mean, I'll have to see it one day, but... They have a lot of hidden Mickey. In in the show? Uh, in the theater itself. Oh, wow, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you. Okay, so one, one day I'll go see... And they do a Christmas one, too. Yes, they have yeah. summer vacation, they have labor, oh. they have Christmas. Oh, wow. Man, I got to go. One day, one day I'll go. Let's so today. I can't go today. <laughs> I wish. I wish. Um, so the next up is Fantasyland. Mm. And so they show Fantasyland. When they show Fantasyland, it was so weird because it's so empty, Aww. which is weird. And it looks sort of the same, but there's so many things that are missing mm. that uh, for me, it was like weird watching it. And they showed a really old version of Captain Hook. <laughs> who who looked really weird. <laughs> I didn't like him. Um, and they showed a ride that I have not seen before because it's no longer around is the Mickey Mouse Review, mm. which was a old, um, it's like an old attraction where Mickey Mouse is a, con- is a conductor mm. and they play songs and there's a bunch of animatronic characters. And yeah, and there's like a bunch of random characters too. Mm-hmm. Like Jose and Panchito were in it. Snow White was in it. Um, just tons of characters. Right. And I think they closed that in, wow, I don't remember. I don't know. A while back. Because now it's Whoa. the Phil, it's the, the Phil Harmagic. Something like that. Yeah, Phil Harmagic. So, and they show off the, the Snow White Grotto which is like her little well. Mm. And right now, because um, it's Easter, they have all the Easter dwarf eggs. Ah. Um, so, which is kind of cool. So you can go see that. And they show off Peter Pan's flight. Mm. And that ride's awesome. Awesome. I love it. Mm. You know what's interesting, though, is that they didn't show off the Snow White ride. Mm. And, they Pinocchio. Didn't, and they didn't show off Pinocchio. Right. I don't know. Isn't that weird? What? That's weird. And so I was wondering, I was like, well, this this video was made in 1990. So I was thinking, well, did these, were these rides not built yet? Right. But both the Pinocchio ride and the Snow White ride were uh, were uh, at the park when it opened in 1983. Oh, okay. So they're the two of the oldest rides at the park. They skipped? <laughs> yeah, they didn't show them, which is really weird. So... I mean, maybe they showed Peter Pan because it's newer, mm-hmm. and maybe they just didn't have enough time. Mm. And the Snow White ride is really scary. Mm. 
scares children. But they also like to scare children with demons. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they didn't show that ride. But they did show Alice's tea party. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that ride? What do I think about yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, would, would you go on it? Dizzy? Yeah. I get I get them there, but I get dizzy, so I don't yeah, go there. I I can't do it. <laughs> it's I don't like puking, which is a shame because Alice is my favorite movie, but <laughs> I just can't I can't do it. And what's weird is that when they showed it in the video, mm. the area around the ride was so empty. I'm like, it's never like that. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of strange to see. Did you see the gondolas? Yeah, the gondolas. Out sky, yeah. Yeah, which are no longer around. Yeah. yeah. And so after Alice, they showed Dumbo, which is really brief. And mm. I did some research last night. Apparently, Tokyo Disney is the only Disney park in the world that has the original Dumbo ride. Wow. Because the Dumbo ride here, uh, I have the numbers incorrect but i think we have 12 dumbos Mm. and everywhere else there's like 16 dumbos Mm. so we have fewer dumbos Mm. so there (laughs) there you go so the next they showed haunted mansion and the way that they show it in the video is awesome it looks so scary they have like lightning i'm like ah i'm like i want to go that was like my favorite part of the videos when they showed haunted mansion yes it looks so good so you like Haunted Mansion. Yeah, that's yeah. why maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I'm glad yeah. that you like, at least we can agree on that. Oh, it's it looks so fun and it, it looks the same. Mm-hmm. Nothing different. Mm-hmm. Um, Haunted Mansion may be my favorite outside of Pooh's Honey Hunt. I think it might be my favorite mm-hmm. ride at the park. It just, yeah, it looks awesome. So after that, they show off Small World. Mm. Looks the same. They changed. Well, they, yeah, well, before change, yeah. yeah before change, we'll say, <laughs> yeah. Because now they added all the new characters, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. So that's that's Fantasyland. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Um, they didn't show off the Alice uh, restaurant because it's not it wasn't built yet. Not yet. Yeah. What else? What else was was missing? No creeler, creature no, uh, country. Well, no, no Pooh's Honey Hunt. No Honey Hunt. Because that wasn't out no yet. No Toontown. Oh wait, yeah. wait, we have. Wait, do we have yeah. Toontown? No. Nope. No. Not right? yet. So, next we go to Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. And the first thing that they show off is Star Tours. Yay. The original Star Tours. Yeah. So, the en- they show, like, the the um, the entrance to the ride, and it looks mostly the same. Mm. Uh, they, they did make it, it. It is a little bit better now. Mm. But, um, yeah, and they show people watching the ride. And mm-hmm. do, you, do you remember watching the original Star Tours? Kind of remember. Yeah, it's different. Do we go Death Star? Death Star, yeah. yeah. So the original video, there was. So you know how and the way it is now, C three PO is is driving. Yeah. The thing. So originally it was a it was like a a new robot. Right. And it was voiced by in America. It was voiced by Pee Wee Herman. Oh. And so I forget the name of the robot. But um, that was the original one, and then and they they are going to endure, not uh, anymore. Oh, uh, I don't remember because it's future. Yeah, because I I watched on YouTube recently the original Star Tours, and it's basically like this this robot is gonna drive you around, but then and you you still see the robots right now. Yeah, it's in the junk. Wait, wait, wait! It's it's wait, wait. The story right now is way before. 
the start wars story oh the start won't the start it's the way it is now is that they just show scenes from different movies they have a time like time difference like well because they show you they go to different planets so they'll basically like it's randomized yeah so the way it is now they have c-3po he's he's like driving and when you start the ride you get you get interrupted by either darth vader kylo ren or stormtroopers yeah and then you go this um this star tours the old star tours story is talking about the future of Star Wars movie, right? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, I just remember the the robot. Oh yeah. Yeah, and you go to the Death Star. You fight in the Death Star. Yeah. Yeah, it was good though. I as a kid, I loved it mm. because I was really scared of roller coasters as a kid. Yeah. So I I liked rides that 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 felt like you were dropping, mm. but you really weren't. Mm. So that's why I like Star Tours because it. it it felt like you were you're like moving around, but you're really not. So, but now that I'm older, I like drops. So I want scary stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and so the next thing they showed off was Captain EO. Ah, oh, I loved it. Do you I remember Captain it. EO? Yeah. Oh, it was so good. I still listen. Like I still watch YouTube. Sometimes. Oh, it's so good. I I loved Captain EO as a kid. Yeah. It was the best. The the witch with like her fingernails, remember that? Ah, uh, yeah. And she's like trying to like, and you're like, ah. ah. <laughs> <laughs> so if people who don't remember, if you're listening, Captain EO was a, it was a futuristic like space movie with Michael Jackson, and it was like a musical video, and you wore 3D glasses. Um, I don't remember much from the story. I just remember I loved it because I was a huge Michael Jackson fan. Should we review that sometimes? Yeah, we should actually. Yeah. Maybe why don't we review that for next episode? Yeah. Captain Neo. Okay, yeah. we'll review Captain Neo next episode. <laughs> yes. Yes, Captain Neo. So I I loved I loved Captain Neo as a kid. And um do you remember at Tokyo Disneyland where they showed I don't. it? You don't? Okay. Because mm. I was trying to think about it because I'm like, okay. I only watched at the California. Oh, okay. Does they brought it back? Yeah, yeah back they brought it back. I, I, I saw it too around the time that he right, passed away. Right. Yeah, um, because I was trying to think at Tokyo Disneyland. Okay, so we have Space Mountain, we had Star Tours, though both in the same places. So my thought was maybe it's where Monsters Inc. is now, hmm. or the place stage. No, no, because that that's that was still around. Yeah. The one man's journey or whatever. Oh no, no, not that one. The Stitch Encounter. Oh, the Stitch Encounter. Oh, maybe. It used to be a. You're so right. Maybe it was there. Yeah. Theater. Yeah, it could have been there. You should go online. <laughs> yeah, it's that's what's so fun about watching this video is trying to think about mm. where things are mm. now, but um, yes, yeah, so they showed Captain Neo. And the crowd was like going crazy. Huh. Like they show people in the crowd, like, which is so weird because usually when I watch movies in in Japan, crowds are very <laughs> silent and they don't show any emotion. They don't laugh. They don't do anything. But this crowd was going crazy. They loved Captain Neo. <laughs> so, so they showed that, and then they showed Space Mountain. Hmm. My my takeaway from this was that it looked really lame. Oh. 
on in the video. Okay. It just didn't it didn't look fun. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't like Haunted Mansion where they made it look really cool. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was funny. So after they show off that, they showed off the the Starlight, whatever that thing was called. Uh Starjet. Starjet, yeah. Uh-huh. Which they closed down recently. Yeah. Yeah. So they showed that and they showed off the, the race cars. Yeah. Which um, I did not ever go on here. Cause, oh. Yeah. Because okay. they, they got rid of it. At the first time at Kingdom Park was 2015. So mm. I think they were there. Yeah. And then they got rid of them recently. Yeah. Because they're getting for, cause for Baymax. Mm. Yeah. So after that, they showed off World Bazaar, mm. which is... Basically, it looks mostly the same, but they had the the movie sign that was all lit up and it looked really cool, Hmm. Um, which is the sign next to Grand Emporium. It's like a movie um, display and it Hmm. had lights on it, which it doesn't have lights now. Hmm. So it looked a lot cooler in the video. So they showed off that. They they showed the piano guy who on the bike who plays piano. So... Even back in 1990, they had a, a, a white guy, a Caucasian guy, <laughs> playing piano. And they even had, they have, like, a guy here who's Caucasian playing piano. And uh, the guy they have now, is he's really good. Mm. Yeah, he's really talented. Um, they showed off the storybook shop, right. which sells all the... Which they still have today. Yeah. And in the video, they showed VHS tapes that you could buy, (laughs) which I thought was like, I was like, wow, VHS tapes. So back then, you can buy VHS tapes. Um, And they also showed off like old school Mickey Waffle. Did you you notice that? It was like the old face. It looks looks really weird. Yeah, it looks more like a pancake. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't look like the one today. The one today looks really good. So they showed off the, I said it looks like ass in my notes. Um, They showed the Silhouette store, yeah, which is still around. And to end the video, they showed off the Electrical Parade, Mm -hmm. which uh, is like mostly the same. Mostly the same, yeah. Yeah, because we saw it recently. They showed Pete's dragon. Right. The dragon and the music's the same. Yeah. The floats, I mean, it's. It's almost like they didn't change anything. The lights are all different. Yeah, yeah. Right now it's LED. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But it mostly looks the same. Yeah. Yeah. Looks so, same. so what? Nineteen ninety. So what? Nineteen ninety, two thousand, two thousand ten. Oh, I can't do math. It's like a lot of years, and it's mostly the same. So there you go. And that's pretty much the end of the video. Yeah. And so. After the video ends, I thought about what was not in the video. Mm. The two things that I can think of is no Critter Country. Right. So Critter Country was built. Um, oh, what year was it? Yeah, maybe 95, 96, I would think. Um, yeah, because Critter Country is where Splash Mountain is. And that's pretty much all that's in Critter Country is Splash Mountain. And they did not have Toontown. Which I also believe was built in the... 92. 92? Yeah. Wow. So two years later, they'd build Critter Country. Yeah. And then Toontown, I think, was 96, maybe? 95, 96. And yeah, so there's no Toontown. So we had no uh, Roger Rabbit, Go Coat, Go... Whatever thing that's called. 
the no gadget ride. Gadget coaster. Yeah, no, <laughs> no goofy house. Ah. And I think it's so weird that you've never been in the goofy house. I'm saving, still saving. Still saving? Yeah. Just like Mark Twain? Yeah. <laughs> one day. One day you'll go to the goofy's house. Yeah, and so that's pretty much it. So as a kid, like, what, when you watched this as a kid, like, what, what made you excited about visiting the parks? Like, when you watched this, what, what was the thing that you, like, really thought was the best? Best? Like, what did you like the most? Mm. The scenes from Haunted Mansion. Oh, yes. And the scenes from Electric. Color Parade. Mm. I believe. So when you were a kid, you were like, that made you want to go to the parks. And people holding a paper bag. They only only saw one shot of the paper bag. Yeah. And that was on the Mark Twain's riverboat. There's some. Yeah, it's very, it's, you don't see a lot of um, people holding bags. Yeah. Yeah, it's Not very. Not like holding, like handle. It's like holding, holding the paperback. There's yeah. no place to, you know, put the hands. Through. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, it was like a, it was a really interesting video, especially for me to watch because mm-hmm. I go to the park so much now. So I, I have the, I have them almost like memorized in my head, <laughs> and so to watch these videos, it's like so weird because I'm having to think about what's different and like what's how things are changed mm. and it's so interesting to see the how the parks have evolved over the years and there's another video that came on after this video that was um, made in 1998 so eight years later wow and they showed it was similar to this video but this video was like a history of all of the events that happened at Tokyo Disney. Mm. So you know how right now we have Easter and then before that we had Pixar Playtime Mm. and then we have 35th anniversary. So this video was like a history of every event Mm. up until that point. So it was like the event for this, the event for that. And the events they had back back in the day were so weird. (laughs) They had like a sports event where like, they were doing all these like sporting events and they okay. had this like um this America event where like it was all about America mm. and yeah I I can't remember the other ones but I was watching it, it seems like back in the in the early 80s and then early 90s the events were more creative mm. because they weren't based around holidays or movies whereas now cuz once once they got to the the movies from the 90s then it was like now this is events for aladdin like aladdin just came out mm-hmm. and this events for uh something like your uh euro disney open so we're gonna do an event for that but the events in the early 80s and and, and like early 90s were weird mm-hmm. and it made me want to go back and visit those time periods so yeah <sighs> the best so yeah that is that is the review for that fun times fun times so let's do a tip of the week what's this tip of the week so tip of the week yeah i I remember it 
I know. I know what the tip of the week is. So, the tip of the week is, um, speaking of attractions, hmm. if you go to the parks. Single wait, rider? Single rider. Ah. Yes. So, there's a lot of rides at these parks, and they hmm. can become very popular. So, one advantage is, if you are either traveling alone, which... I travel alone, but I'm sure most people do not. <laughs> but uh, if you're with a group of people and you want to get the most, if you want to ride the most rides um, without waiting, I recommend doing a single rider line. And right now there are, at Disneyland, there's one ride that has a single rider line, and that is Splash Mountain. Aww. So if you come to Disneyland and the line's are really long, uh, do a single rider ride for Splash Mountain. Scary one. It is. It's a little scary. Dropping. You do a drop, but the song they play is so fun. Bad. <laughs> you don't die. You just get wet. You just get wet. Wet. So that's the only ride at Disneyland that has single rider, which is kind of a bummer. But at Disney Sea, there's two, two rides, and they're actually right next to each other, which is Indiana Jones and Raging Spirits. Mm. And yesterday, I went to Disney Sea, hmm. and I did the single rider for Indiana Jones. I probably waited maybe 10 minutes. Nice. And the, the standby line was over an hour. Hmm. So I got in really quick, and it's mm. really fun. The only negative is, if you're with a group of people, you're not going to sit together. <laughs> so, But... Actually, I mean, honestly, though, like, f- especially for a ride like Raging Spirits, that can be, the, the line can get up to, like, two hours. Mm. That ride does not need, or you should not wait more than 30 minutes for that ride. Mm. It's not good. Mm. Well, you won't ride it anyways. Cause it's I r- want. <laughs> but it's, there's no drops in that ride. Nah. You do a loop-de-loop. You lie. No, no, no looping, no looping, no dripping. Ah, uh, but the looping, the, the looping is like the best part. Dead. Oh no, it's so fun. <laughs> so yeah, so the so definitely, if you go to the parks, do a single rider for Raging Spirits because it, you do not need to wait more than thirty minutes for that ride. It's not worth it. Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones is really fun though. Yeah, I like that one. It's really fun. Yeah. I I love that ride. It's always a good time. There's a lot of stuff to see. Indiana Jones does not look like Harrison Ford at oh, all. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> he looks really weird. And voice is different, too. The voice is different. He speaks Japanese. He does, yeah. He speaks right. Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that ride's so fun. I, I had a blast on that ride yesterday. Yeah. My hat almost came off when I was wearing it. Oh. Um, yeah, so that's the tip of the week. Mm-hmm. But that is it for this week. Next week, we're going to review Captain EO. I'm actually excited about that. Yeah, I'm excited. Because <laughs> I... I I saw it when they when they brought it back after his death in like 2008, mm. I think. But I, I don't remember it at all. Mm. I just remember there's like a, a fat like alien creature that dances, <laughs> and there's a witch witch with her with nails. Yeah, she like tries to scrape your face. At the time, I thought that was like the best 3D ever. Mm. It, was, it was amazing. That's it. So uh, good times as always. Uh, let's do some plugs. Uh, Instagram. 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 The ID is at Mark 
N M A N A E. Right? Yes, that's yeah. correct. <laughs> You're so at N M A N A E. N Manae. N Manae. N Manae on Instagram. And you can see photos Yay. of her uh, awesome pictures from the shows, parades, hidden Mickeys, f- uh, Photoshop, makeup <laughs> on Minnie, <laughs> other stuff that you do. Yeah. You can, you can see what the old face looks like. Yeah. Oh, back before they, oh, they turned Mickey into a monster. Mm. He's a monster. And then uh, you can find me at Tokyo Quiet Club. I post merch. <laughs> <laughs> and I post weird stuff. I like my captions are really weird. Like today I posted pictures of uh, the Disney Sea decorations. Mm, I should check it. They're pretty they're they're pretty nice. The I say that I want to say that the the decorations at um at at sea this year mm. are pretty good. The art is really good. Mm. yeah at land it's mostly the same like the usatama stuff which is which is cool (laughs) it's just but the man the like look at the art on here look at that so pretty right ah so pretty i like the color yeah the color's really nice yeah oh daisy is huge wow she's taking place yeah a lot of daisy in there where's my goofy Goofy's not on there. Goofy Why? gets no love. Why? I don't know, man. Where's my Goofy? Your Goofy's not on. I know, no love. Chip and Dale are on here though. Oh. No Goofy. That's Goofy gets. You know, look at the the uh, the volcano. Even has like a little rainbow on there. Right. So Where's pretty. my Goofy? <laughs> you got to take that up with the uh, the people at Disney Sea. <laughs> no Goofy for you. But that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, And we will talk to you guys later. So remember, never give up. Never stop dreaming. Okay, bye. Bye Bye-bye. Oh, hello. My name is Michael Donahoe. And welcome to... I don't know which episode this number is, but it's a bonus Nihon Nerd episode. That means... This podcast is going to be about Japan. And with me today is my friend of, I think, over a decade? Over a decade, for sure. Aina. Aina. How does it feel to be here in Japan? Well, I love Japan, so I'm I'm having the best week here, for sure. Wow. That is insane. So before we get to Aina, who is my friend from a, a back home in San Francisco, a uh, quick reminder, uh, if you... If you like this podcast, uh, please, I think rate and subscribe it. Yes, you should do those things. The rate and subscribe. Give it some stars, man. Some five stars. You can give it four stars too, but just five, I think, is a little bit better. Um, you can find it uh, wherever you find podcasts. Just search Tokyo Kawaii Club Radio. And if you have any feedback, uh, feel free to send it to podcast at tokyokawaiiclub.com. And then support us on Patreon so you can get this episode early and some bonus stuff and some other things. So check that out, podcast, or patreon.com slash Tokyo Kawaii Club. Back to Aina. So Aina. Yes. You came here this week. I left San Francisco on Saturday morning. I got to Tokyo on Sunday. 
I went to Shibuya, which I love hate, and yes. um, shopped till I dropped, and <laughs> really, really nice sushi at the Tokyo department store basement sushi bar. I know exactly it's where so that is. So good. And then yes. the old man, he was like, stick out your hand. And I was like, why? And he made me this baby sushi. It was like this tiny little A cheese-sized sushi. sushi. Yeah, it was like a fingernail-sized oh, uh, sushi, which, of course, I had to put on my Instagram. I had to do it. Um and then let's see uh monday monday was a free day and okay. uh and I'm, I'm i'm here for i was here for work actually wow that's insane so my work put us up in a fancy hotel Ooh. Uh, yes super fancy fancy dancy and that was nice i'm not gonna lie so all right um so we had five nights uh, in a fancy hotel, which was uh, in a very central um, train station, I can I can say where it is. Shinagawa Station is huge, so don't say where it is. People are gonna find out. They're gonna. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Shinagawa is huge. Yeah. So yeah. so we let's see. We had three days of work, and I mean, I'm not even bragging. Like I totally crushed it. So it was. Whoa, like, crushed it! Yeah. You heard that here, folks. She crushed it. I crushed it. Crushed it. It was just relaxing, you know. Like working here is different than working in San Francisco. That's like, true. Like, but we, before before we we talk about that, um, yeah. let me introduce you so people kind of know like who you are, and not just this random person named Ina who I'm talking to. Sure. So. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, how how we met because I met you through your husband Damien. Yes, who, he's here right now. Who is here right now? He he's behind us uh, in my office space right now, and uh, I might even turn the air conditioning on because it's a little stuffy. A little, a little stuffy in here. Let me see if like I can. All of Japan. <laughs> yes. So this will probably help a little bit. Um, yeah. So. If you guys listened to the first uh, Nihon Nerd uh, bonus episode, you would hear the conversation I have with Mr. Mark McDonald, who also uh, used to work with me at Electronic Gaming Monthly, better known as EGM, a video game magazine, and uh, so did Damian. Um, then Damian worked at uh, a... So there's a sister website called oneup.com, which had a another part of it called Game Videos, and he worked there for a little bit. So when I worked at EGM, I met Damian, and then through him, I met you. That's and right. I would think this would be, I was trying to think about it this morning. When, what year? I would say, I was thinking it was maybe like 2006. Maybe. Do you remember? Um, well, let's see. I remember I signed up for Facebook because of you and Jimmy Lee in 2007. So, so maybe it was 2007. No, it was before that. It was so, before that? I, okay. I already, I already knew you for... Okay. And, and, I mean, you went to our wedding, which is in 2007, so... Oh, um, yeah, I did. Yeah, so it's probably been since, like, 2005. No, so it when did you may... Move it may be, so I moved to San Francisco in 2005... But but you didn't work there no, straight away. Well, mm, actually, I think I may have gotten to EGM around two thousand, the end of two thousand five, maybe two thousand six. Yeah, I don't sense. remember. But it's it's been over a decade. Oh, for sure. It's been a long time. Yeah. And so the reason why um, I wanted to have you on is you, as you described earlier, mm-hmm. um, you're not just here to eat sushi out of a grocery store basement. 
and get cute little sushis given to you, which you take pictures of and put on Instagram. You were here because of work, actually. Right. So I haven't been to Japan since my husband went to TGS in probably 2006. Okay. Uh, And TGS, for those listening, is the Tokyo Tokyo Game Show, which is a massive video game convention that happens every year in August, and it's hot as hell (laughs) during that time. So when was that? When did you come? Probably 2006. Wow, that's a long time ago. Spent two weeks here. But two weeks. But when I was a child, I came here twice. Uh, because really? my father was working in Nagoya. So, oh. uh, so I've spent I've spent a summer here for a long time, and we went everywhere. Like went to Kobe. I had Kobe beef. We were in Nagoya, Osaka. Wow, you really went everywhere. Um, And what year was this? Kyoto, I don't know. I mean, it's like when I was in high school. Wow. And then then we spent a New Year's here too. So when I saw your New Year's photos, I I experienced that too. Where like you went to the uh, the temple thing, and then yeah, throw throw the change. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. During the winter when it's quite cold, it's so cold. And I bought electronics here and brought it home and just you know like. We, we, you know, like we have, so, I have some amazing food memories as a child. Like I actually tried blowfish sushi when I was in high school and there's no way I would try that now. I'm just wow. like, way too scared. What's really interesting though, is that, um, uh, uh, I just, I just lost my train of thought actually. Um, I was thinking about, um, some, oh, you guys said it was, uh, it was really cold today. And, um, which is funny because, uh, it was just like stupidly cold maybe like two and a half uh like a two and a half months ago maybe a month uh, and a half ago yeah winters can get cold here yeah because yeah. i remember waiting outside um on new year's mm-hmm. uh the first time that i did it and i was um man i was so cold because i did not prepare but the, this year this year I prepared so it wasn't too bad right I so, mean, I think the winter I was here, it wasn't that bad, but my parents told me that it could get really cold. So, but this is my first time in Japan in a long time, and I came for work, so I brought my entire team, and this was kind of like a reward trip, like bonding trip, and nice. um, and it was a really big, you know, it was a really big deal. Like, we planned everything. We brought our omiyage. Omiyage, souvenirs. Yeah, which you can explain to your listeners. Yes, omiyage is uh, the Japanese word for souvenirs. So yeah, it's very customary to um, to give uh, souvenirs or gifts to people um, like all the time, which it's just part of <laughs> Japanese culture. Yeah. yeah, and to to the extent that um, it's almost it's. It's almost like uh, how do I say it? But uh, just expected that you'll you'll get like something. You know, you're just like, oh, I'm gonna get a little whatever. And that is why um, to, to kind of loop this back over to Disney, it's why Disney sells all of these um, okashi, these these treats that you can you can get. And here's right. some in like my office. Single serving or individually individually wrapped items yeah exactly because it's it's just the part of um japanese culture like everywhere you go no matter what place there they they almost always have some type of um gift yeah like little like treat tins like if you go to like Mm -hmm. the tokyo sky tree which is like the big tower 
they'll have oh, like little. That's what it's called. Yeah, you know that. You should go. It's actually really cool. I saw it yesterday. Yeah, I was kind of hard to miss. Yeah, <laughs> so hard. I also saw the Asahi <laughs> Beer Hall and the Big Poo. Um, oh book. yeah there's like yeah. a big poo thing going on I yeah was like, is that a poo a daikon radish or like a sweet potato and my friend said i think it's the foam from the beer head oh <laughs> uh, okay there you go <laughs> there you go so when you were here um as a kid I, you were here for seemingly a long time yes. did you guys were you like residents here did you live here like how uh, did that work my father lived here for a year and then the condition was that he would uh, he was able to bring us here uh, twice during that year wow. as a family. And um, I mean, I had some amazing food memories. It was the first time I ever tried sashimi or raw fish. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the first time I had really good beef, which was Kobe beef, teppanyaki style. Uh, as I mentioned, I had blowfish sushi. I had a Fuji apple that was as big as your head. Um, well, I have a small head, so it's not that <laughs> impressive. But <laughs> it's still it's still pretty good. That's that's pretty good, though. Um, I mean, just so many food memories, and so coming back here, it's you know you try to recreate them when you go to Hawaii because there's a lot yeah. of Japanese food there. Um, but you know, coming here, I actually I wanted to have a like Naples style pizza because I saw it on Netflix. It's so funny you say that because. <laughs> um, <laughs> we can just talk about this uh yeah. now so we're gonna go eat dinner after this podcast yeah yeah. where do you want to go and i was thinking i was like man like where should we go because i know you guys are, are big foodies we are and we're so i was like San Francisco. so i live in, in nakamegaro yes. which um is famous for two reasons one is cherry right blossom. now obviously cherry, cherry blossoms blossom. so it's uh, sakura 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 season right now right. in japan so uh it's sakura season is just madness it's it's straight up madness people go ape shit over these i call it the sakura shit storm because my <laughs> neighborhood has it as a famous river it's the nakamega river right. and down this river there's a there's just a, a massive <laughs> amount of cherry blossom trees and there are people that 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 come out there and they take pictures at the tree and there's like food stalls out and right. it's it's a it's an event yeah and it is it's crazy right now i call it hanami hell hanami hell is a good one too yeah sakura shitstorm hanami, hanami hell, hell? yeah we're like we're like the uh the snarky kids back home like coming up with the names for the uh remember the uh like the the storm puns where people are like uh, God, I can't remember them. When it was like raining and stuff, I don't remember. Do you oh, remember? it was like Hurricane Evelyn or something. Yeah, there's like <laughs> these really bad like uh, puns that people come up with when it was like super bad weather back when I worked at Facebook. Well, but what, I don't remember. What I learned was if you want to make something feminine, you just add an O to it. So instead of saying "let's get sushi," oh, let's you say "oh sushi." Mm, from what I know, and I could be completely wrong on this, I don't yeah. think it's so much it's feminine, it's more polite. No. Right, right, okay. Yeah. So feminine and polite or like more, like makes it makes it fancier or more upscale or yeah. softens it. So it's like instead of Hanami uh, at Yoyogi Park, um, which is near what uh, Shibuya and Harajuku, mm-hmm. um, the sign said, blah, 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 oh, Hanami. And I was like, ah, I know what the O means because if I didn't know that, I'd be like, why is it called Ohanami? Yeah, instead of it's Hanami? it's similar to like for instance, um, like a bento. You can call it a bento box or obento, oh. 
or um, another example is uh, um, uh, omise. So omise is a store. You could say omise. Mm-hmm. Same thing as a store. There, there's a, there's a lot of um, words right. that it's just putting the o at the at the b or at the front at the beginning right. of the of the word just gives it more of a, a polite. So yeah, like o sushi, o sake. You can just call right. it sake. So it just depends. But um, well, that's one of the kind of interesting things about uh, Japanese language. Oh, Japanese language is has so many rules and there it's so formal. Tell me about it. <laughs> and what I've learned from working at a Japanese company where. Uh, you know, we, everything I write in English as a source text has to be translated into 29 languages. But one of the most important ones is Japanese. Because you work for a company that's based absolutely. in Japan. Absolutely. And there's going to be, you know, like p- native speakers, like, you know, like really paying attention to it. And, and just, just so people know, um, to give you some, some context, you are a copywriter. I'm is that what you're a, doing at Sony? I, I actually... A UX writer. UX writer. Wow. So you're doing stuff that's like that people see like play or like see. Yeah. Okay. When you are on an app or on a website. Oh, wow. Wow. Look at you. Yeah. So I've switched over from marketing into tech. Nice. um, And things, you know, things are different, but they're the same. I mean, I'm still in charge of words and uh, I'm creating experience using words. So. Yeah. And so coming from somebody like myself who also worked with words um what i find interesting about uh thinking about because i'm learning japanese right now and it's it's one of the hardest things that i've ever done it's especially difficult because we as a writer and you are uh like me a writer you work a lot with words it's really difficult to work with uh, um, a new language where you're so used to speaking your native tongue Mm -hmm. and you can manipulate that language any way you like. And you can come up with uh, fun ways to twist words and and communicate things. Right. And then to go to a language where you're speaking in like, like a caveman, like I call it, (laughs) I call it caveman speak. Cause I'm like, I like takoyaki. I eat food. (laughs) I like cat. Well, (laughs) I mean, I think that's when you need to watch TV so you can understand like, conversationally yeah you know like how people string things together because uh i also speak mandarin chinese but which i i I, I, japanese is so hard but like mandarin i would kill myself if i had to learn that well but i think i speak mandarin chinese like a 70 year old woman because that's my frame of reference is speaking to uh you know like a parent or something like i don't know slang um I, prob- I probably speak in like a more formal or more uh, like classier way. <laughs> than that, that doesn't sound bad. I mean, right. if I I, I want to have sp- no slang, I got no, you know. Like <laughs> well, that's not that's not a bad thing. Speaking of slang, I was I actually met with my Japanese tutor yesterday. Oh, good. And um, so she we're doing exercises where she asked me questions and then I answer in Japanese. And so her question was like. What is the what is the one food you hate the most? Mm. And so I said natto, oh, which is a f- tamago. Egg? Mm-hmm. You don't like egg? I hate it. What? Dude, I had natto on this trip. It comes in that what? little cup and you like dump oh, this weird stuff God. into it. Like we are like we are complete polar opposites because I love egg. Well, I hate. Ah, oh, it's crazy. Anyways, so natto. Oh, I said for- natto. 
for people who don't know what natto is, it's like fermented soybean. soybean. That's like it's, all uh, slimy and mushy. it's slimy and it has like it's like stringy. Yeah, and it's it's vile. It's so disgusting. Really? And they give you this this like spicy mustard to yeah, mix yeah, with yeah. it. Yeah, that yellow mustard. And then what was the other stuff that you put in there? I don't know the I don't know, I don't know the other stuff. Usually it's too. served with with uh, spicy mustard. Mm-hmm. And there's no amount of spicy mustard that will make not natto uh, palatable. Really? But um, so when I was when I was writing this sentence, I w- I wanted to say it was disgusting, and um, maybe I can try to find the word I used. But I, I have a, a Japanese dictionary on my on my phone, um, and so a lot of times when I'm trying to talk about things that I don't know, I I look for in my Japanese dictionary for words, and so I looked up disgusting because I'm like I want to say it's gross. Okay. Because you know why not? To you, it's gross. Yeah, yeah. as you as you can hear. Um, this these papers shuffling and so i said it, it, the word that i found was kishioi kishioi which okay. um, apparently it means gross or disgusting but it's slang oh. and so when i said it was kishioi she, she 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 was like who taught you that oh you're like but the dictionary said so and so i, I like showed it to she's her in like, the dictionary what kind of crap dictionary are you using she's like no she's like she's like People do not. She's like that is slang. Like that's what kids say. Like oh. that is not a formal word. And so, oh. um, I, I learned. I learned that I, I said the wrong thing. And and I think the right thing. Um, oh, I don't think I have it written down here. It was. Uh, I think guagaru. It was like something to do with bad. I bad tasting. Yeah. It, the the end of the word was waruri, which means bad. So Ooh. I think it was guagaruri. Maybe I could be wrong on that. Like I'm, prob- I'm probably I'm probably wrong. And um, I think I actually uh, so my uh, teacher said she was going to listen to this podcast, so maybe she can she can correct me and she'll be like, "What are you, what are you talking about?" So yes. Anyways, awesome. so I want to go back to something earlier when we're talking about food because yes, we, we got sidetracked. But uh, we we talked about how Nakamegaro is famous for uh, cherry, cherry blossoms, blossoms, but they're also famous yes. for pizza places. Yes. So apparently, from what I've been told, my neighborhood is the pizza capital of Tokyo. Oh, so what are the famous pizza places in your neighborhood? So there's actually several. Um, one of them that I've actually been to with our friend uh, Nick Sutner, who, oh, yes. who you guys probably know. I know Nick. Yep. And so I went with I went to one with him uh, when he came to visit, and it was really good. But I think there's like two or three, but there's a new one that opened up um, very recently. And I'm sad because this particular spot used to be a, a barbecue place. Huh. Like American Southern, barbecue? yeah, like American wow. barbecue. It changed. It changed and it's, I'm really sad because it was, it's been there like ever since I moved here. And so I thought, oh, I'll go there eventually. But it was, it was really pricey for barbecue. Barbecue is expensive because it's meat. It is really expensive, and the, the type of restaurant this this place was is not the type of place where you go alone. It's right. usually one that you go with a group of people. Sure, so you, you can order, try more things. Yeah, you order a bunch of meat, and so since I don't have uh, a lot of opportunities to eat with a bunch of people, I kind of put it off. I'm like, oh, I'll go eventually. It's always there, 
right. and then I walked by and they changed into like a pizza pasta place and I was so sad I'm like no <laughs> I wanted to try this barbecue place so but yeah so there's there's that place um, and there's a bunch of other ones that yeah this the famous one is called Searing Can oh, and that was on Ugly Delicious Can. so I saw that and I was like okay well, well it opens know. at six I was like yeah but I went to Savoy in Az uh, how do you say it Azubujan that sounds familiar uh, as you look up your Instagram yes and Instagram. I was I was all like you know hype beast and like thought I was cool because I started following them and guess what they started following me back oh shit yeah, it's so, over so you're gonna become famous Azubujuban, which is a very elegant cool neighborhood um 10 minute walk to Rapongi. And um, it's very, you know, low buildings, elegant people, um, and this pizza place. And, um, and I, I believe that, uh, they're all kind of related to each other. Like uh, they all kind of know each other. The pe- the pizza, pe- the, the people, <laughs> the people working at the pizzas. Okay. Yeah. Like they all kind of know each other or maybe they used to work together or, wow. you know, um, they kind of have this like similar, you know, affinity towards uh, Naples style pizza. So I waited for an hour at this place because it's so small. Yeah. And then I, I got the only table that was there because everything else is around the, the pizza oven. And uh, it was great. And then I went to last night. I went to uh, Pizza Strada, which is where one of my coworkers takes all his dates. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and then, uh, and it was a different, slightly different type of pizza, which I actually preferred. And then there's Pizza Studio Tamaki. Uh, which is also in Azubujan. How many pizza places have you been? To? I've only been to two pizza places. <laughs> wow, but, you've um, been to more pizza places than I've been to in the in the year and a half that I've been. Yeah, been well, to. I I didn't eat carbs for like you know eight weeks before I came on this trip, and now I'm full you, of beer. You were saving rice, up all your sodium. <laughs> eat by carbs. Yeah, like I I've had noodles, I've had soba, I've had ramen twice, oh, I had so curry uh, rice. Um, I've, been, I've had like um, Italian style pasta here, wow. um, which was delicious. Um, I'm just going nuts. Like I've had croquettes. I've had uh, croquettes, ton- yes. tonkatsu. Delicious. Um, I've had more than my share of oily fish. Have you? So so this is going to slowly turn into uh, the Nihon Nerd uh, Tabimono podcast, food podcast. Okay. So, <laughs> um, what else do you want to talk about? No, 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 no. I mean, I, I love talking about food as well. But it seems like, have you have you tried any of the... So um, let me take a step back. What I love a lot about Japan food is that in addition to all the things you mentioned, like kind of right. these more, I would say, typical like meal type foods. Yes. Snack there's foods. a lot of... Yeah, there's just tons of small bites oh, that you can yeah. find all throughout oh walking God. around like yes like, like either on the street like either vendors or in the subway like little tarts little like oh pastries little so many french pastries but then also i had this soy sauce and butter onigiri Onigiri, was, which was um they that heated it up oh, oh my god it was like insanely good it so really for people who don't know onigiri is essentially it looks like a uh, it's like a, a triangle. it's a triangle rice patty <laughs> is the best way to describe it rice I guess ball. rice ball and it's usually triangle shaped and it has 
usually it has some sort of um uh like filling filling, filling yeah, inside like sushi whether it be like you know fish like salmon or tuna uh, or bonito flakes or umeboshi plum or yeah any spicy cod roe, anything and it usually it's wrapped with a, a piece of seaweed called nori yes. um which it may sound gross to people who are like ew seaweed but it's actually super yummy and, and crunchy it's and crunchy. crunchy oh it's so good i love onigiri but the one i had was not room temperature it was warm they warmed it up for us and it wow. had soy sauce and butter which that sounds tell you is delicious an combination <laughs> oh, ishi. and um another thing that i really enjoyed was i went to hanami twice hanami um, being f- the cherry blossom festival picnic so oh so there's like food vendors all throughout there well actually the one um that my coworkers put together they said you need to bring your own food and your own drink and it just turned out into this like huge like food fest like i went to yep. um i went to the store and i just like bought all this stuff um and then other people bought all this other stuff and then we just shared it and drank and ate and it was so fun yeah that's that's a, one of the cool things about um uh the sakura season right now is that in addition to seeing pretty flowers which you spend time with your friends you spend time with your friends and there's just just a ridiculous amount of food like the amount of food that is um available in my neighborhood right now is crazy there's Mm -hmm. just there's just so much stuff and what i like to do is i like to kind of like walk down the street and kind of see what's available because a lot of this stuff is i would say you're I don't want to say typical. Maybe it is typical. It's the kind of um, like food stall foods okay. that you'll see during like festivals, like New Year's right. festivals, like the, or these like rice things, like on a popsicle stick. I don't know what those are called. So like mochi. Is it mochi? And then they but they like grill it or something. Yeah, so that's mochi. Oh. Yeah, so that that can. I wanted so, to try that. I it's really good. Yeah. Like, I can't possibly fit all this food into my body. It's just like. Well, I don't know. You sound like you're. Sound I mean, like I'm, doing, you can. I'm doing a good job. Yeah. It's like you're not even hungry, and you're like, oh, I just want to try. But that's 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 what's really difficult. But what you're describing is um, so. There's two different kinds of mochi. There's your savory mochi, which oh, is the one you're describing. Yeah. It's usually uh, three little like rice balls oh, on a skewer, and okay. sometimes. Um, so, so, so sometimes they'll grill it. Sometimes oh. they'll put like a, a a sweeter, savory soy sauce glaze oh. on it. Um, those are really good. And, and those savory ones, the, the mochi itself is usually not, uh, it's not sweet. I see. But they do have your, your like hanami. Uh, uh, oh, God. I can't think of the name right now. Wasuri mashita. Uh, I forget. Uh, no. it's it's like hanami dango i think is what it's called i could be wrong on that oh. but it's essentially um like? it's a uh, pink green and white oh yeah yeah i've seen that I've and seen that. those are sweet and they're so oh. fucking they're good, good? They're so good. See, I wasn't sure. Oh, I love good, them. I love them. And I didn't know if it was sweet or savory. It's sweet. And i didn't you know oh you got to try it. Interesting. Them. Anyone who's listening right now if you come to japan you have to try the hanami dango, if that's what they're called. I, I should look that up on my yeah, phone. Yeah, and then I went to another hanami celebration uh, in Yogogi Park. I felt like it was Golden Gate Park because it was cold, and it was just massive amounts of people. 
just eating and drinking and congregating. Yes, I was right. Hanamidan. And then, of course, as we were walking by trying to look for our friends, who most of them are not Japanese. Um, so it's pretty easy to spot them. <laughs> yeah, so we walked by, and of course, like these Japanese people um, on a blanket while we were walking by. So, I mean, I, I got the gist of it. It was like not another gaijin <laughs> when my husband walked by. <laughs> Yeah, so for for folks listening, gaijin is is the somewhat of a slang term for foreigner. Um, So yeah, it's not the best way to describe someone, um, but uh, it it is kind of it's kind of known for for people who are visiting Japan or or people who live here. So right. Um, But yeah, yeah, the the food here is 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 great and. Uh, every day that I walk by my uh, my river with all the food stalls, I I kind of eye the stuff that I'm like kind of trying. Like the one thing I want to try. Have you tried this? This is a fairly new food that's become quite popular amongst um, the teenagers. You can find a lot in Harajuku. Uh-huh. It's a um, it's like a corn dog oh, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. that they put the potato yes. on the outside, oh, but it's I like, but the, it's like the cheese, cheese, cheese. Yeah, it's so like it's a like cheese a mo- dog. Mozzarella cheese stick that looks like a corn dog, but that has, has like, like potato. potato on, yeah, yeah, it's. I see that all the time and now. All the little it's, kids are eating it, and they're all. It's very popular. Boba, yeah. Like uh, Taiwanese so, boba is very popular here. So that's the really interesting thing is that um so for people who don't know and about boba uh boba is a usually a milk tea it originated i believe i could be wrong in taiwan or somewhere in china either hong kong or taiwan yeah the milk tea came from hong kong but the boba i believe is a the tapioca balls yeah i think i think i think boba was popularized in in taiwan but again we could be wrong well the gongcha here the line was crazy long yeah so so this is the interesting thing so so again, so for people who don't know, boba is usually a milk tea mm-hmm. um, that has boba, and boba are, are milk or pearls. People call them pearls. They're like little black balls of tapioca. They're not little. <laughs> well, they're fairly small. You can get mini ones too. There's like mini oh, boba. Oh, Yeah, and so uh, they're they're kind of like sticky and and sweet and and. Like chewy. chewy. There are tapioca balls. It's yeah. Like a giant tapioca balls. I, I, I love boba. And so boba was super popular in San Francisco. Oh, you, you yeah. Should... Well, so um, over the past, boba I would guys. say, yeah, yeah, boba guys, there's a bunch of places that opened up. And I would say that the boba explosion in America, at happened least in her. San Francisco, it happened within the last, I would say, five to six years. Sure. Because before in san francisco there's a place called quickly Quickly. so quickly in your old neighborhood yeah yeah. my neighborhood yeah like just like bobby teenagers and stuff not like you know white people yeah so quickly for those who don't know um probably most people listening was a i would say i i used to describe it as like the mcdonald's of boba like a uh, maybe even worse maybe like the white maybe like the white castle of cheesy chain yeah, it was like a real. It was a chain of uh, really cheap boba, Bad. and their menu was just like preposterous. Like they had eight thousand things on the menu. I've never eaten there. And the, the funny thing was is that of the eight thousand things that are on the menu, only like two are available. <laughs> Oh, we don't have that. Exactly. Have that. Which I always found funny is that they have like eight million things and 
and then anything you want is like not there. But <laughs> so quickly when I moved to San Francisco, they they were everywhere. There's like a ton of them. It was super cheap. But then all of these kind of uh, hipster boba yeah, places like started boba opening. Guys. Boba guys was like the, the, gold the standard. They're they they were like the the uh the 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 people who started the boba craze in terms of like hipster boba I would say because yeah. they were like two guys they uh they started American. They, uh well they both I don't know they maybe Korean maybe Korean yeah I don't know but they they started their shop in the mission the mission was a very kind of trendy area of San Francisco then they opened up another one now I think they have one in L A now like they're really blown up oh yeah there's at least that I know of in San Francisco and you know it's so sweet they use organic stuff and the line is always long it's total hype beast Um, yeah but at my old work when I worked in Silicon Valley like one way for them to entice us to go to this Monday afternoon meeting was boba guys no it was goncha so oh goncha so it was like every morning I mean this is Silicon Valley right like on Mondays before 10 a.m., you have to slack the assistant and tell her, well, this is, you know, I put in my order. And then at 2 p.m., they would deliver it to the wow. office. And you could get, like, you know, you get all the extras, right? Because it's like, work is paying for it. And so yeah. you get, like, crystal jelly, like, you know, like, different juices. And, like, Man. how much ice do you want? Living large. It was I mean, it was like the only way they can entice you to even go to this two-hour meeting, which is sad and pathetic. Wow, work rant. But um, now now that work rant's over, um, I will say that Gong Cha is probably, I would say the 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 kind of the boba place that's starting to take over Japan. Gong so Cha? Gong Cha. Really? So when i first visited japan in 2015 so this was april so actually around this time around this time yeah in 2015 uh i at the time was a huge boba fan so i had this thought in my head that okay boba originated you know in asian countries so therefore it must must, there must be a lot of boba places in japan and when i came here there was hardly any boba places mm-hmm. and the boba places that i went to were bad they were ass. just god awful i went to one yesterday called umier have you heard of that and all the people there were about well you should show me this because i actually don't know 12 this one. years old and the guys who were working behind there were total dummies and they couldn't work this <laughs> you know they couldn't get these tapioca ball drinks out Wow. and finally after i got you know, I I paid fine. Paying is fine. It's getting your stuff. And these little girls, they all they did was they took the be- they took you know they they bought boba tea that was green and they it came in this bag and that's all they were doing was just taking photos, Instagramming. And well, that's that's Japanese culture, but yeah, um. But I mean, I think that's all teenage culture. I mean, people in uh, that's true. Yeah, people yeah, in the U.S. Fair. do that too. And then these like. Uh, these like grandmas these old ladies they were like what are they doing and so then they started following these girls around and like they're like why are they taking a picture of this thing like what are the it was the funniest thing yeah that's really interesting so i have not heard of this place Umier, I'll, I'll write. yeah so there's actually a new bubble place 
Oh, not, it's fairly... Lumiere or something. Yeah, I don't know that Beautiful place. looking, but I had the ice cream cone, and like the cake cone looked really, really delicious, and when I got to it, it was a cake cone, and it did not taste good. Mm. It, but it was beautiful looking. You're listening, guys. You screwed up. You got to up your game, man. But so when I when I came back in 2016, I I, I, th- I that's when I discovered Gong Cha. Mm-hmm. I think Gong Cha. It's a great chain. To me, Gong Cha is it's good. It's not. I, I their their taro milk tea. I think is is pretty delicious, but I don't think that they're uh, amazing. But they're starting to open them uh, around uh, Tokyo, all over the place. So they opened one in Shibuya, across the street from the Disney store. And that mm. gong cha yes. is is like madness, man. Like there's always well, there's people waiting outside. I saw it today. Yeah, there's yeah. always a huge line for it. Well, there's a line for everything in Japan. There's a line, and if there's a if if you see a line, you just get into it, like whether it's yeah. good or not. And so there's another place in my neighborhood that opened up recently called the Alley. Ooh, what's that? And the Alley is is like so hipster boba. Like the logo, oh. the logo is like a um, like a deer or something. It's super hipster. Is, it is it Japanese? Ah, that's a good question. I don't know, but there. So I have like a love hate relationship with the alley because uh, they have a a um, a black sugar. No, it's like a black sugar milk tea tapioca or whatever. I Ooh, think that's what it's called. And good. it's it's super good. But it's so pricey, and the really, por- How yeah, the drinks here are kind of it's expensive, super expensive. What is it like one thousand yen? Uh, well, I don't know where you're going. The, the the one I'm thinking of is about uh, Rokyaku Goju, maybe so like six fifty, six yeah, six six. Well, that's without tax, so with tax it's like six seventy five, maybe, which. If you were if you were to convert that to US dollars, that's maybe like five like five, six bucks. Which Yeah, that's for, how much boba guys cost. Yeah, it's it's size. it's like a little it's a little pricey for me. Um <laughs> for you. <laughs> well, compared to the boba that I was getting back home, I share tea was my jam back in oh. back in uh San Francisco. I loved share tea. If anyone there's a share tea in San Mateo, I think. Yes, there is. Yeah. And they're, they're... That's where my friend would go. They yeah. have this... this uh, Black. They have a flavor. So anyone who's listening, if you live near a share tea or if you visit San Francisco and you go to share tea, get the Okinawa milk tea. It is oh. the best boba I've ever had and I've yet to have boba that Is good. it like burnt sugar? It's uh, brown sugar. Yeah, brown sugar. Okay. It's so yes. fucking good. So my colleague that came with me, she's half Okinawan. Oh. And we actually had Okinawan food for lunch uh, one of these, you know, one of the days we were here. Yeah. Um, and they had this thing. It was called Okinawan soba, but it Ooh. wasn't soba, and it and it wasn't ramen, but it was like noodle soup, and it had these wide kind of like wheat noodles. Um, so it wasn't soba noodles, but I guess soba means noodles anyway. So yeah, um, but the broth was very Okinawan. <laughs> so that was interesting. That sounds delicious, Oishi. But yeah, so that's 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 the boba place in my hood that is, is kind of it's starting to be trendy. Like there's one in Harajuku. Um, there may be one in Shibuya. Maybe there. 
but boba is starting to take off it's it's yeah. becoming a thing here which i think is interesting because i'm technically taiwanese so i'm like oh wow you know like taiwanese culture is you know real it's getting really popular so interesting. interesting yeah Very yeah interesting. it's it's and you mentioned like lines, how there's like always a line outside. The one thing that um, I think I might have talked about this in one of the other Nihon Nerd episodes, maybe I probably did, um, is just the the line culture here in Japan. Oh my god! Or where, at Disneyland too. Well, not right? just Disney; it's everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, it, yeah, it's not. Well, when you get so many people too, there's just so many. There's people. a lot of people, but it's not just the amount of people. It's, I think it's it's a line culture. It's just this idea I, that. If you oh I, we talked about this with Mark yeah I remember this yeah it's just the idea that you if there's something if there's a line it must be good if there's something desirable you'll right. wait and I think what is interesting is that when I lived in uh, San not Francisco the same way, though. I have not been since I went to college there but when I lived back home my tolerance for waiting was was much shorter than it is now like I got impatient very quickly yes, I, and I, uh i'm i'm i i would say i used to be a, a hugely impatient person yes. but since i moved here to japan i feel like my weight tolerance has has increased has increased exponentially well it's also cultural right like americans yeah. want things when they want it quickly it's not just americans though because when i went to um shanghai mm -hmm. when i went to which shanghai disney mm -hmm. they do not want to wait for it anything yeah we'll just push you out of the way yeah so when i was at, when i was at um shanghai disney waiting for rides mm -hmm. so in japan um people patiently like, wait pa patiently wait so if you mm -hmm. get in line yes people people will get behind you right and that's they see a line they they, uh, they line. instinctively know well, there's a lot of rules here so i i wait in a line rules. yeah but at, at shanghai disney the the concept of waiting in a line was so foreign to them that i had to like literally spread my legs to out show that you were waiting in line. To, to to not have people go in front of me because you know I'm I'm waiting for the new pirates ride and 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 I don't want to uh, give up like ten spots. Oh <laughs> yeah, I mean that I think that's Chinese culture, right? It's like you only care about yourself and you know like damn the herd. Yeah, but it, it I would say that it's not just um, it's not just like. Uh, Chinese culture though it's it's all culture yeah so this is like I said this is becoming the the food podcast all we do is talk about Japanese food and how good it is but which is cool because I, I feel like um, of the people that I, I talk to here like I don't get to talk about food as much and so it's really? kind of sad for me yeah oh, I love food well um, yeah this is yeah, and big my, surprise. And my coworkers, my Japanese coworkers here, really like good food. Um, so when I came over, I brought them uh, some stuff from Trader Joe's. I got them the everything but the bagel. Did you get them um, the cookie butter thing over there? I did. I got that for one of their kids. Yeah, the I, cookie butter is really good. <laughs> I got the everything but the bagel um, sprinkle. So it's everything oh. that would be on an everything bagel, and then you can just like make avocado toast and then like sprinkle yes. it on top. It's so good. Or so funny thing about Trader Joe's, again, Trader Joe's is mostly California, right? No, it's all over. Is it all over? Okay. Yeah. So this is something about Japan that, that I just do not understand. So you know how there's those Trader, ba uh, tr tr trader Bag, 
Trader Joe's tote bags, right? Yes. They're they're the reusable pre- bags. Yeah, they're reusable bags, and they're I would say that they're pretty ubiquitous. Like you see them all the time yes. in most major cities, and you know that there's Whole Foods reusable tote bags as well. Yes. And those are fairly ubiquitous, and you see them everywhere. In Japan, there's a convenience store called Don Quixote. Yes, I've seen that. Which, for people who don't know, Don Quixote is basically like the Japanese equivalent to like a Target. Yes, I was going to say Walmart, but... Yeah, Walmart, a Target, like a a department store. Yeah, but low end. Yeah. Lower end. Somewhat, somewhat. Um, They they, they sell some some like higher end stuff. It's like, it's... Don Quixote is like a just a mismatch of everything, sure. and it's one of the best stores in Japan. It's awesome, but what's so I, I weird? Tokyo Hands, but go on. Tokyo Hands is pretty good too. But to, well, we can get it. We can, that's another subject. But we can do the shopping show next time I'm here. Shopping show. <laughs> Let me say podcast. So what is weird about um, Don Quixote is they sell Trader Joe's and Whole Foods reusable reusable tote bags. Oh. But I'm like, first of all. Where the hell did they get these? Uh-huh. Second of all, who are buying? Like, why? Well, why so are they selling it? I, I don't know, understand. I bought something from like some weird, like you know, like teen store, and I, and it has like weird English on it, and I'm buying that, and I'm bringing that back to the, you know, the U.S. I, so I guess it's just. It's, it's so weird to me that it's a status symbol, or it's just something different, right? It's like well, yeah, okay. Of carrying, you know, uh whatever a Lawson bag <laughs> now I'm carrying a Trader Joe's bag I guess I, yeah. I I just think it's so weird and the other thing too that's really funny is um they also have a Don Quixote themed it's like a it's like a mish or a, uh, a parody and I don't want to say a parody but it, it's made to look like the Trader Joe's bag but it's actually the, the Don Quixote penguin instead of yes yeah, that really is cool. bizarre okay now that's just yeah. weird yes huh. um Maybe, yeah, I don't know. So make sure that the microphone is up to your voice. Oh, your, is, your mouth is the microphone up to my voice now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, to wrap up the food, um, there are still some things that I didn't get to try. Like the like gyo- what? Well, I mean, I had gyoza. It was very good. Gyoza is good. Um, but there is this gyoza place behind Kitty Land. And it must it must Where, have been in some guidebook because the line was insane. Really, I should know that. I go to Kitty Land like every week. I should yeah, know this I place. Yeah, I mean, I love Kitty Land, mm. and especially I love the gyoza place mm. that's behind Kitty Land. I'll give you the uh, information. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I know this place, which is weird because I go by there. There's also an ice monster near Kitty Land. Which I is think like I a, saw that. It's like a shaved ice kind yep, of place. Yes. There's my, a gong sha over there. Yep. There's yeah. There's also Island Maui um, vintage, what is it called? Vintage Hawaiian coffee place that yes. I, I like very much. Like when I'm in Hawaii, I like to get Yes, that. interesting. Okay. Um, so, and, and Japanese people love it too. Mm. Um, but I mean, Kogi. yeah, like I went to Moss Burger, which I really wanted. Was uh, is Moss Burger? Moss Burger. <laughs> is Moss Burger good? Because I have not been to Moss Burger, and I hear that it's 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 Some somewhat of a yeah. a popular uh, chain. But I yes. I just I haven't. Is it good? Should okay. I go? So my friend who's a a woman, a girl, she goes, Ah, oh, Moss Burger is the best. And then my friend who is a male who used to live in the U.S. was like, Moss Burger is garbage. Mm, so, so I guess it depends on the person, huh? Yeah, because she's like this skinny, you know, 
uh, sophisticated, you know, businesswoman. Uh, I'm skinny. I'm 30s, somewhat sophisticated. And she, and she wants a burger that's, you know, like as big as, the, you know, the palm of your hand. And then my friend is a big eater who oh, used to live in Glendale, okay. California, and he wants like a substantial burger. Like he doesn't want like some joke, like baby sized burger. So you're saying that the Moss burgers are for petite. Um, They're small. Small. They're small. And then yes. when they came, uh, my husband said, I think this is pork. <laughs> Was it a? Did they have a pork burger on the menu? I think the default is pork because it's Japan. no, really. Yeah, because um, that it can't was, be true. It was not beef. Um, but you sure it wasn't beef? Yeah, I mean, I can tell. So maybe if you want beef, mm. you have to order a beef burger, which what? you know in the U.S. like a burger is beef. That sounds the only pork crazy. Is a McRib. So interesting. Yeah. So that was interesting but now i hear they have shake shack which i would love to try they do yeah there's one um ebisu there's one in Roppongi. uh i've been to i've been to shake shack it's i would say it's a pretty good burger it's fairly pricey but um it's it, american or yeah yeah it's kind of kind of trendy but uh, it's it's good it's a yeah. good it's a good burger yeah. there's actually a good burger place um in my neighborhood called henry's burger Oh, which okay. is like a it's just, it's like a super small hole in the wall. They only have seating for maybe two or three people, but it, it it's it's pretty damn good. That's yeah. probably the best burger I've had here. But it's funny you mentioned burgers because a uh, burger was another place I was going to recommend tonight for dinner because there's another burger. There's a new burger place that opened up in my neighborhood that I don't know if it's good. I just walked by and I saw it's new. So is it called Black House? It is called. I have absolutely no yeah, idea. Well, walk by it. <laughs> I yeah, have no idea. I just don't want like um, onion breath. But you know, I noticed that Japanese people love their freaking onions. Onions. Interesting. Yeah. Um, onions. Do they? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They, I don't know if I've noticed that. Yeah, they like onions. They put onions on everything, or it's mixed in. Like anytime you get like some sort of like hamburger patty or onions. you know there's mm, a lot I'll have to look out for that on the onion than the garlic like onions are a thing interesting you know mm-hmm. what's not a thing in japan what vegetables yeah you can't you, find them anywhere actually it's true you have to eat them at home probably right? yeah i i make my own vegetables i actually yeah. have vegetables I mean, in I my backpack right now sad little green salad and it came with corn like, yeah was like, the Ew! only vegetables you usually find in japan salad. is like a garnish yeah. Or or it'll be something where you'll get like a, a soup or something or some sort of kare and they'll put like literally like one, one crown. Yeah, one carrot or one crown of broccoli. That's all I get. Right. Yeah. Which is w- weird because kaiseki food is like vegetarian food. Yeah. And it, it's it's interesting, too, because you think that um, because if you look or if you walk around Tokyo, like it's it's very rare to see like um i mean no offense to, to when i say this but like obese people like you just don't see a lot there's of there's a lot of walking a yeah lot. like you don't see a lot of large people here and so you would think that it's genetic too yeah you would have um more kind of like healthier options but um no japanese, japanese people love fried food that's like a, that's what's so tonkatsu. crazy about when i moved here they was love fried food. i just could not understand how when you walk around and look at the food options it's like one of two things it's either 
carbs or fried or meat. Yep. Or a combination of both. Sure. And I'm just thinking to myself, how is everyone like so lean? Like lean? How how are people like not like just completely unhealthy here? Well, they don't eat as much as Americans. The portions I mean, you are say, smaller. You say that, though, but, like, if you get, like, a bowl of ramen, like, I can't finish a bowl of ramen. I could not finish a bowl of ramen. And those are huge. The first, the first day I got here. But today, actually, I think they didn't give us very much um, because uh, Mark, who was with us, he had he actually um, asked for extra noodles after. Whoa. So I actually did finish the ramen this time, but I think they didn't give a lot. Which is fine because I don't need the carbs. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, the, carbs. the walking, like I noticed, like m- my feet didn't hurt, but I could feel it in my glutes. Um, yeah. There was definitely walking. Um, and then people walk fast too. Like at the Shinagawa station, like if you don't make some moves, like you, you're you going with, you're, it's well, like swimming any, with any, salmon. any major station, you're going to be. Um, you're gonna be if you don't know where you're going, yeah, you're gonna get run over. Yeah, you you will get screwed, especially yeah. like right when a train gets out, or you're during commuting hours, like eight between eight and nine. In yeah, the make sure make sure the. Oh, can phone. you hear me? Yes. Yeah. So from eight or nine. <laughs> if you look at your line there, you can see. Oh, okay. You can see when you're not. Oops. Um, yes. <laughs> Um, yeah. I mean, commuting culture is pretty serious here too. I mean, a lot of my colleagues live over an hour away. Yeah. What what's what I find interesting too is that um, when my friend uh, Nick, who I mentioned earlier, he came to visit, and we were walking around. We went to Shinjuku, or like, mm-hmm. and we like walked to my friend Mark's house. And I walk everywhere here. Like I do. I, I just I walk so much. But you does, walked everywhere always. I walked everywhere always. And so when I was with Nick, Nick was like, "Man, like, dude, we gotta we gotta rest? stop. Yeah, I gotta rest <laughs> or something, man. Like, there's too much walking." Oh, and, I and, love to walk. And when he like when he said that in my head, I'm like, there. If if my meter, my walking tiredness meter, mm-hmm. starts at a hundred and depletes, mm-hmm. I was at maybe like ninety five. <laughs> like, wow. I was like, I can, I can, I can walk well, another three hours. He lives in San Francisco. He should be walking as well. Well, I I, I just think that it's um, I I forget. You have a high tolerance. For I've walking. I mean I'm 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 abnormal. Like I understand yeah. that like most people who. Most people do not walk around a lot, especially if you live in a, a large city like a, an L.A. Or, or, or any suburban city where you have to drive sure. multiple miles to go. Sure. To. Like most most people are not walking everywhere unless you live in a, a Tokyo or New York or a Chicago or a right. London or something. Well, I live so. in downtown San Francisco. so Which, which in San Francisco is not like a big it's really not a big walking city, though. No, a little bit. You can take the bus. You can drive. You can. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of Ubering. It's just Ubering. Ubering yeah, it's because like, it's not very walk. It's not like a New York. Right. It's not like you walk like one block and everything's there. It's like you may have to. And it's there's it's hilly, so you're, you're yeah. walking up hills. And I mean, I still I like to walk everywhere because it makes me feel good. Um, but I noticed here, like I stopped wearing heels after two days. Yeah, I, was just like, I, I look at I some. I look like, at some women here, and I'm like, "How can you even be like wearing, wearing those?" I yeah. mean, yeah, it's so much. I mean, I stopped wearing heels after two days. Like, I wore them to the office because I knew I was going to be sitting around. Um, another uh, thing that I noticed here is um, the office, not just offices, uh, but indoor spaces um, feel very stuffy to me. Um, stuffy in terms of heat. 
uh, just air quality. Like there's not a lot mm. of airflow. And yes. then because of Hanami and the cherry blossom season and the cedar trees, my allergies have been yes awful. And then the cigarette smoke, which, you know, I also smoke some cigarettes, so I contributed that to myself. But it's just the air quality. I don't remember it being this bad. I can also see smog. Um, but Japan's supposed to be clean, so it's fair. It's fairly clean yeah. unless you go to like a like a um, big neighborhood like a Shibuya. But yeah, yeah Shibuya. my allergies were oh were awful God, like when I moved so here. So bad. But I think I've kind of gotten accustomed to it. You got so. better. Yeah, but when I first when I first visited, um, I lost my voice like twice because uh, I think that my allergies were like so screwed up. Yeah. Yeah, I it's mean, pretty. Bro- it's pretty gnarly. Like my the right side of my head was basically stuffed up for half a day yeah and i was in a super pissy mood because my head was you know like like i didn't i felt like i needed to just like stay in bed but that's probably also jet lag yeah well i have one story for you yeah what what, one story and then we'll wrap it up because i had bad allergies and i was in a super bad mood i like where this is going i was rushing around i lost my credit card Oh, that's right. Yeah, you told me so yesterday. This is a really, this is only in Japan type story. Okay. And then I'll follow that up with an only in Japan story, very similar to you. So tell yours now. Okay. So I'm in, you know, I'm in Shinjuku Station, which is crazy, huge, crazy, and I'm trying to buy all this Hanami food so I can get to Yoyogi Park, and I'm just rushing around, and you know, I have jet lag. I, I'm a little bit stressed because I want to, you know, I'm. I'm going to see my friends like I've been working all week and now it's my vacation I'm, I'm gonna go and um and I see this uh fancy bakery so I was like okay like I'm gonna go there and buy some stuff well I guess I went there and I left my credit card there I just like walked out like I paid oh for my no. stuff and I just walked out and like then on the counter do you remember I have no recollection because no recollection. I was completely wow. out of like I was just like you know, because my, my friend was like, oh, my God, how drunk were you? Like, you lost your credit card. I'm like, it was in the middle of the day. Yeah. And I was just rushing around and tired. So uh, that night, you know, when we went out to dinner with some native Japanese friends, I wanted to pay. I opened up my wallet. Uh, uh-oh, where's my credit card? No. And so it being Japan, I was like, no, 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 I got this. Like, I'm not worried. Like, it's going to be just fine. Um, because it's Japan, right? Like, no one's going to, like, really do anything. So I called the credit card company. I put a hold on it. And then I backtracked, you know, like, we tried to find out all the charges. And it was that bakery where I was, like, losing my mind. So the next day, I asked my friend Asami-san, who uh, we used to work together at a skincare company in San Francisco. And she's now here opening up their, uh, their Tokyo office. And um, I said, I need your help. I just, I need your help. And so she said, okay. So she called the bakery and she said, you know, this is my friend. This is her name. Do you have her her credit card? And they said, well, we found her credit card. And had she been a native Japanese, we would have just held on to it and you could pick it up. But um, because of the credit card company, they required that we send it to the police station. Oh, no. So she's like, okay. And so... But it wasn't the Shinjuku police station. It was the Harajuku police station. Shinjuku, yeah. Which is apparently open 24 hours. So, oh, that's good. Yeah. So she's like, okay. So uh, like she had to call the place. Then they had to call her back. And then they gave her the address. And then I met her for Yakiniku um, at 
in Nakameguro, and then we went to Harajuku Police Station, and then it was like her talking to the police officers for a long time. Wow. And then it's like, how could I have done this if I didn't have a friend helping me? I mean, it was just crazy. You probably could have done it, but it would have been 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 more difficult. It would have been hard. Right. So then she even helped me fill out the form because then I had to fill out a form. I had to bring my passport. Yeah. And then um, I finally, she, and she said, don't worry. I saw it. Like I saw it, like they have your card. And then finally I got the card back and then I called the credit card company. I said, take the hold off. And, um, which is awesome because, uh, I didn't want to change all my, my numbers. Oh, that's pain in the ass. So only in Japan and I got it back. So I'm very happy. Yay. Yay. For, for people. Cool story. Cool story, bro. (laughs) Um, I will follow that up with a really quick story and then we'll wrap this up because it's getting kind of long, but I had a similar, uh, situation or experience where (laughs) I ride the subway every day to work. And, um, I have this, this superhuman, my superpower is I can fall asleep on the subway no matter what time of day no matter how tired or not tired i am that's my superpower it sucks i'm not gonna get in the avengers they're gonna kick me out wow so i'm on the, <laughs> i'm on the subway and i put my backpack on the top top rack so i can sit down and you forgot i'm on the subway i'm dozing off i i like look up and i see hot which is my stop and like my eyes bug out and i'm like holy shit so i like jump I, off i jump off and then I'm I'm leaving the station and I'm running up the stairs because I always run up the stairs when uh-huh. I leave. You realize that you're and then still a little lighter. I, yeah, I'm like running up the stairs. I'm like, man, I'm like, this is really easy. Usually it's a little bit more effort. <laughs> and then it kind of dawned on me. I'm like, oh no, I don't have my backpack. Oh my god. And so yeah, I, in New York, you would like, dude, it's gone. And you, well, yeah, anywhere else, <laughs> anywhere else, in, anywhere like, else in the world, whether it be London, whether it be like Hong Kong or New York or. Or the bar and the bar. God, imagine the bar oh in God, San Francisco. Oh yeah, I'd be gone in a second. So I didn't freak out. I like, You're the, like it's Japan. And it's the okay. crazy thing about this story is like I had I had my laptop in there. Oh, I had my passport in there. Your passport? I had like like every oh, every important my. document was in this backpack. See if okay if that were in any other city, I would never have put it up in the the, um, the yeah. rack. It would have just been like strapped to my body. No, for sure. Front or back. So I went down to the the station, and luckily, when I ride, um, when I come to work, I, uh, there's a there's a the exit to the station is at the very end of the train, and so okay. I always get in the last car of the train. Okay, that so way you I knew where it was. So I well, it's very easy because I'm and I'm in the last car. If I was in like any other car, it would have been so hard to tell the agent because yeah. I'd be like, I don't know, I'm in like the third, fourth. So I went up to the agent. And I just basically told him, like, hey, I. I left in my English backpack or in, in English. Japanese. Yeah, my Japanese was not. I mean, even now it would have been really difficult, but my Japanese is not that good. Okay. Uh, was back then was not that good. So I just told him, yeah, I'm like, yeah, my backpack was in the last train. He's like, cool. Let me call it. Let me call the uh, operator, the station. So they found my they found my backpack. Mm-hmm. They 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 took it to a lost and found a few straight a few stations uh, ahead, and I had my backpack back in like an hour. You are so lucky. I know. It was it was one of those situations where I was like, Thank God I live in Japan and not anywhere else because yeah, that would have been that would have been bad. So yeah, that's a good story to end on. The the if you ever come visit Japan Literally lost in Japan. <laughs> if you lose something in Japan, odds are you may be able to find it. Like don't 
don't give up hope because it's possible it can happen but um yeah thanks so much for for coming on this became i didn't think this could become the food episode but it was fun we should if you ever come back, we can we can hear more about your food adventures. So. Yeah, or we we'll, can do the shopping episode. Oh, the shop! Oh man, the shopping episode. Man, don't get me started on. Oh, there's so many things I can talk about with shopping. But, yeah, me too. Because that's like my my life now. Is, I love is shopping. shopping. Oh no, let's we we gotta end this. We gotta end this. We could okay. go on forever. But uh, thanks everyone for listening. As always, remember if you want to uh, stay up to date with the podcast, uh, subscribe. Just go to Tokyo. Uh, or go to iTunes, wherever you find your podcast, and type in Tokyo Kawaii Club Radio. And there you can find it. And I'll be back with another Nihon episode, uh, Nihon Nerd episode, maybe in a couple of weeks. Every other week, we do the mega episode with Disney ones. So hopefully, you guys are liking these. So give me some feedback, too. What do you want to hear about? I don't know. But thanks so much for, for coming on. Thank you. All right. Talk to you guys later. Never give up, never stop dreaming. Okay, bye.